Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network on a Tuesday, October 24th and a Wednesday, October 25th. Matt Derry with you. Your best coverage of Detroit Lions football each and every day is right here on Locked On Lions. Thank you for listening and thank you for participating today. If you are listening on Audioboom.com, iTunes, Spotify, the Amazon Alexa, thank you for doing so. And thanks for letting us be a part of your day, whether you're driving home here on a Tuesday or heading into work on a Wednesday morning. Locked On Lions for today is proudly brought to you by Freddy's Pizza in Melvindale. Give them a call. Order some food. The pizza is unbelievable. The goulash is even better. At 313-383-6279. Or go to Freddy with an I. FreddyThePizzaMan.com. Also brought to you by Lenhard Financial Services. For all your investing and retirement planning needs. Don't know what to do with your money? It's simple. You call Tim Lenhard at 313-417-3805. Coming up today on the podcast. Indeed, we will talk to NFL Networks and... Direct TV Red Zone Channel host Andrew Siciliano about the Lions, where they are going, where he thinks they're headed, and how he thinks Sunday's game against Pittsburgh uh, will shape up and uh, shake out as Detroit will host the Steelers. Ford Field will be rocking Sunday night for primetime Sunday night football with NBC in the building, the 3-3 three and three Lions and the 5-2 and two Steelers. I'm going to make some, uh, some comments very briefly here. We have some news of the day with the Lions making a roster move today. And then I, I kind of want to dive into something that I think should be a big-time concern for Lions fans, but not a big concern in the in the grand scheme of things. We'll get into that momentarily. As I mentioned, Jeff Locke today, so a roster move. Jeff Locke, who I thought did a really, really good job filling in for Sam Martin at punter. You, you can't ask for anything more than what Jeff Locke did. This was a guy that the Vikings let walk. Uh, to the Colts and free agency. The Colts cut in the preseason to save some money. Didn't have a good preseason. Had a lousy year last year for Minnesota. But the left-footed punter and kickoff specialist, I thought, performed pretty well for the Lions this year in Sam Martin's absence. Martin activated off of the uh, non-football injury list, and he's back with the team and will be out there kicking and, and certainly holding and everything else for, for Matt Prater coming up Sunday night when the Lions face the Steelers. So that's the news of the day. Um Tomorrow, they'll put the injury report out uh, tomorrow afternoon, and we'll find out what Jim Caldwell has to say on that front. And, you know, the Golden Tate situation, good news that Glover Quinn was back at practice yesterday, which the Lions need to get him back from the concussion protocol against the Saints. But, but here, here's my thing. I, I, I keep reading and I keep listening and I keep kind of paying attention to things um, that are going on. And, and I'm going to say this right now. And I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'll ask Andrew about it, uh, Andrew Siciliano about it momentarily as well. But here on Tuesday, the 24th of October at 4, I'm recording this at 4.42 Eastern. 
the Detroit Lions will not win Sunday night. And the Detroit Lions, the biggest hope that I have for the Lions Sunday night is that Matthew Stafford is able to play next Monday at Green Bay. Okay? My biggest hope for the Lions Sunday night is to get out of there unscathed with their quarterback healthy. Because the way I keep looking at this, the Lions are in trouble. Now, are they in trouble to win the NFC or to win the NFC North? No. No, I don't think so. And yeah, well, the Vikings are 5-2. and two, uh, You know, what are you going to do? You know, the Vikings uh, have a lead on the Lions and on, on all this stuff. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. And it would be, you know, panic time for people going, oh, Lions start off 3-1, and one, should have been 4-0, and now they're, you know, a few games back of the Vikings and all this stuff. Look, listen, I think you looked at this schedule and said, if the Lions can go 4-4 four and four in their first eight games, the schedule gets really easy in their last eight. And, of course, you don't want the Lions to lose Sunday, uh, Sunday night. But I got news for you. If you don't have Taylor Decker, which you won't, if you don't have Golden Tate, which you won't, all right, Theoretic, now being brought up uh, by websites and stuff as a trade possibility. Greg Robinson at left tackle, most likely, or, or Brian Mahalik, or whomever. How are the Lions going to beat the Steelers? They're not. Like, the Lions need to get healthy, and I think they will, and I think they're still, when healthy, can beat Minnesota at home to sweep the season series can beat Green Bay on Monday Night Football in Green Bay with Ryan Hundley in a couple of weeks. I, I can, you know, people say, oh, yeah, they're going to go to Green Bay and win on Monday Night Football. They went to New York and won on Monday Night Football. But this Pittsburgh Steeler team is devastating. And the Lions have allowed 17 sacks the last three weeks. They faced Carolina, who was number two in the NFL in sacks. And Carolina got six. They faced Minnesota, who's number six in the NFL in sacks. And the Vikings got six. They faced New Orleans, who's number 12 in the NFL in sacks. And they got five. 17 in three weeks. Know where Pittsburgh is in sacks? Number two in the league. Number two. They've sacked their quarterback 24 times. How do you think that's going to go? Are the Lions all of a sudden magically going to pull uh, Lomas Brown or Jeff Backus out of retirement? To block for Matthew Stafford? Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Vince Williams, they all can get to the quarterback. And if the Lions can't block Carolina, Minnesota, New Orleans, what makes you think they're going to block the Steelers? I hope they can. I hope I'm wrong. But this has trouble written all over it. The Lions are going to be facing the number two defense in the NFL. Number two in yards allowed, 258.7 a game. Scoring defense, Pittsburgh's given up 16.5 points per game. Third best in the NFL. What do the Lions do pretty well? We know they can't run the ball. Throw the ball, right? Matthew Stafford, golden arm. Steelers are number one in pass defense. I'm giving you some stats. 147 yards they're allowing a game in the air. And that's the Lions' bread and butter. Folks, the, let's just hope and pray the Lions keep it close. Somehow come out of here with a miracle. But the biggest concern for me is Stafford's health because I think the Steelers are going to be uh, 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 attacking him at all on, from all angles. So even if this team went 3-4, and four, then went into Green Bay, went 4-4, four and four, I think they'll be okay. But I'm very, very concerned about this Sunday. Very concerned about this Sunday.
And I know it's a night game, and, and Ford Field will be blasting, man. It'll be great. It'll be great. But Decker's still out. Maybe Greg Robinson out. Golden Tate, your one guy that you, you get the ball to and he makes plays, he could be out. It's trouble. And Pittsburgh's right now playing very, very well. Very well. The Lions faced that, that Carolina defense and got a couple of late scores, didn't do much offensively. They faced that Minnesota defense, didn't do much. Now Pittsburgh, I think it's going to be a long night. I do. But I'm not ruling them out. I'm not ruling them out. This is the end of the season. Although they're three and four, start the bus, start the fire Caldwell. Not at all. Not at all. I think the Lions, once they get healthy, will bounce back. I do. But I think this could be a very concerning Sunday night for this Detroit team. All right, before we talk to Andrew Siciliano of the NFL Network and DirecTV Red Zone, got to tell you about Freddy's Pizza in Melvindale, 17900 Allen Road in Melvindale. And for many of you, you're saying, well, why would I hike down river or head over to Melvindale to get food? I got news for you. The New York slices of pizza that Freddy the Pizza Man has are second to none. His food is fantastic. The service is great. You want yourself some ravioli, he's got it. You want yourself some spaghetti, he's got it. Uh, lasagna, whatever you want. The steak sandwich for lunch. Oh my gosh, it's awesome that he has. But those New York slices are amazing. And the thing that Freddie the Pizza Man does so well is the goulash, the Italian pasta. Oh my God, all the herbs and spices, the sauce, everything is homemade. Uh, his dad, Fidel, came up with it many, many years ago. Freddie's carrying on the tradition. Freddie's Pizza on Allen Road in Melvindale, just five minutes from the Lions facility. Open for lunch and catering, guys, especially with the holidays coming up. He'll cater a big party for you. 313-383-6279. 313-383-6279. And by the way, if Ziggy Ansa against the Steelers gets more assists, remember yesterday Jim Caldwell said, Ziggy, is he getting assists? If he gets more assists than Reggie Jackson does against Minnesota coming up for the Pistons, or the Lions hold Antonio Bryant and Le'Veon Bell under 250 yards of total offense, Freddie said he will give out free New York slices of pizza Monday morning to his first 10 customers. All right? So take that with you. Freddie's Pizza in Melvindale. Check him out online at Freddie, F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Well, let's bring him in right now from the NFL Network, DirecTV, NFL Red Zone. You see him every Sunday as well. Andrew Siciliano joins me. We'll talk a little Lions and Steelers. What's up, Drew? How are you? Diesel? Do people still call you that? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> no? Did you not like it? Do you, do you want to restart this? you want to go 3 to one again? No, no, no. This is uh, this is it, man. I, occasionally, once in a while, I'll, I'll bump into somebody that uh, uh, will say that. But, uh, you know, I'm running I'm running a tight ship right now. All right. Well, good to know. <laughs> How you been? What's going on in L.A.? Uh, it's hot. I don't know if you've heard that. I um, have. Yeah. We, we have the World Series here as well. I think you heard that. Uh yeah, no thanks. USC got, yeah, USC got its pants pulled down by Notre Dame last week. Um, oh, lo- you know, you know, what I'm, you know, what I'm a big fan of out in LA, and you're going to laugh, and you're going to go, "Oh no!" Yeah. Hit stop and start recording again. I, I hated Levar Ball. Now I love him. I can't get enough. Uh, but really, <laughs> do you really want to go off on this? Because I'm willing to go off on this. <laughs> the other night when they played that clip of Stephen A. Smith, and I didn't see it till the next morning, Stephen A. Smith interviewing him after the first game where Levar, uh, Lonzo like, went one for six, and he just goes, big baller brand up 12%. I was cracking up. I thought it was hilarious. Wow, let me tell you, if you think that I watched that, you're out of your mind. <laughs> because, I mean... 
I, I respect myself. Oh, okay. so there's no, there's no way on earth I would ever, ever, even, ever watch that. Um, oh, ever. Oh wait, wait a minute! You're in LA. The Rams are like Super Bowl bound. They're five and two. I was, I was getting there for the Rams, but hold on, hold on. I, I, I just haven't finished the Lavar Ball. Yeah, like the, the fact. So, so we all. Hey, you have you have kids. They play sports, right? Uh huh. Right. Okay. Doesn't everyone hate screaming parents thinking that they know how their kids should be coached, getting in the face of the coach who's probably just a volunteer, and you know doing their best to help the community by coaching youth sports. Don't we all hate screaming parents? Yes, right? of course. Okay, so so why would anyone ever interview screaming parents? <laughs> no, no, I mean, this, 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 this isn't a comedy room. No, I know, like, I, I hear why you. Why would anyone at any time ever put a microphone in front of that man's face? There is no topic on earth about which I want to hear that man. Okay. Can I can I can I can I cut you off and tell you why they're doing it? Because his son's a bore. He's a total bore. So who cares? But, Look, Matt, Matt, is there another professional athlete who has a parent with a relevant opinion? Uh, I'll summarize them all. I'll summarize them all. All of them think their kids walk on water <laughs> and that they deserve better. That's it. Right. I I don't do, I don't know how this got I don't know how this all got started. I I agree. I, I maybe I wasn't there on the ground floor when I first saw him and everything that he does. You're right. You're like, "Oh my gosh, how could he do this to his kids?" and he's so annoying, but I don't know. The other the, if I was out in LA and I saw him, I'd be like, "I I'd, I'd probably take a, a selfie with him. I'm that guy right now. It'll wear off." It I would walk to the other side of the street. <laughs> and then, and if I ever had to shake hands with him, I'd wash my hands. Did you ever read the ESPN the magazine? Maybe it's just ESPN.com, whatever article about about uh, this like six eight months ago before the draft. It was nauseating, and that's all I got to say. Oh, Go yeah. Google it. Well, that, when he when he said I told right when he said I told you'd be a Laker and all. It, come on, you're right. But no, no, it's just 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 it's. I'm not even going to. It's just the fact that anyone ever puts a microphone in his face is just. It, they you just yeah. I hear walk you. Off the I well, walk off the set before I was ever, if I was ever asked to interview him. <laughs> and we're talking to Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network and uh, DirecTV Red Zone. So if LeVar Ball came in on the Red Zone channel and your producer said, oh, throw him on for a quick second. He's wearing his no, Triple B t-shirt. No, no, no. No, we wouldn't do it, first of all, but because it's not about him. And the Red Zone channel isn't about me, although I could be snarky sometimes and try to crack jokes. It's about the games. And, and by the way, the Lakers, too, it's about the game. No one tunes in to hear what someone's dad has to say. You know, it would be funny, though, if, like, uh, so LeVar hasn't made the rounds around the NFL Network one day just to say hello? No, why would he? Well, I mean, Because he, he loves the because he loves the attention. Because he loves the attention. But, no, seriously, the Rams are playing really well, by the way. I know you do their preseason games on TV. That's got to be fun out there. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, they're five and two. They get a bye. I think the last couple of weeks have been, have been huge. They they go to Jacksonville and um, they beat what we now know is, although they're a different team every week. They're they're inconsistent. A very good Jacksonville team. Then they go on the road and they shut out the Cardinals. Granted, the game might be a little bit different if Carson Palmer stayed healthy, but the Rams I think still would have won. And uh, that's huge for them. It's huge. I mean, Arizona would have, would have jumped up in the standings. They're, they're five and two. They're 
one win behind Philadelphia for most wins in football. Um, they get a week off to get healthy. And then they, they go and face a one and six Giants team next week. So things are trending in the right direction. Let's put it that way. The fact that, you know, they're even considering flexing the Rams Eagles game in early December into a night game at the Coliseum is, is tells you everything. Oh yeah, they should definitely do that. All right, so so the Rams are five and two and atop the NFC with Philly, like you said, and the Eagles look good last night, and Wentz looks amazing. What about Detroit? Um, the Lions, just a few weeks ago, were three and one, should be four and zero, oh, and now three and three. What, what's your take on the Lions so far? My take is they need to find a way to protect their quarterback. I, I know that's not a, a new opinion. You know, when, when a guy's been sacked sixty-one times. Or rather, he's on pace to be sacked 61 times. And, and no one has been sacked 60 or more times in over a decade in the NFL. You have a, a major issue. And, and while it's cute that they're, they're really nice with the fourth quarter comebacks, um, it would also be great if the man that they just emptied, um, emptied the vault for and made the highest paid player in football if they could protect him and, and keep him up. And, and look, I, I realize that Bob Quinn went out of the offseason and did everything in his power to fix the offensive line, and I realize that they have been hit with some bad luck. But they've, they've got to find a way. And, you know, now they, they have to deal with the Steelers, who are, are getting at it after. Now, if there's any positive here is that the Chiefs came aside, the Steelers you know, find a way to, to, to play down to the opposition and and do so a lot on the road. You know, if there's a time to get the Steelers, it's probably this week where, where you get the benefit of coming off by. You get them at home. Um, it's another week of infighting for them, seemingly, with this whole Martavis Bryant thing. Uh, and look, if you get by them here, you get the four and three. It's a winnable game next week on the road with Brent Hundley playing quarterback and i don't know that anyone is going to run away with this division despite what the vikings did this past week andrew siciliano with me you see him all the time nfl network direct tv red zone channel my concern is and i said this before you came on here on the show that i just don't see how they're gonna be able to block a steelers team that is second in the league in sacks number one against the pass so you know stafford's looking around they don't know they don't have a lot of receivers getting open the one guy that is getting open golden tate probably out and not going to play this week with the shoulder and Greg Robinson, who knows if he's going to be at left tackle? He was hurt. Uh, it's trouble right now. This is not the matchup uh, that, that, that uh, favors them for sure going into this game. No, and I, I hear you on that as well. Um, I, look, I, I don't know what magic answers they could find. As you said, they, they kind of have to hold on until Taylor Decker gets back, but that's not going to fix things. It's, it's you know, Greg Robinson is an issue. He was an issue here with the Rams as well. Uh, he's got all the talent of the world. It just doesn't always work to his advantage, and he doesn't use that talent. Um, but he's been difficult to watch. I'll, I'll put it that way. I, my question for you is: What do they do? They make a move before the before the break. I'm sorry, the trade deadline next week. Well, they. I mean, everybody seems to be writing online that uh, Eric Ebron should go. I, hey, I'd be the first to tell you. Hey, great, ship him out of here. I don't know if you're going to get. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you're getting a, a bag a bag of pucks for him. Matt, do you want to start a trade rumor? Sure. Let's let's because we were doing this today. We were <laughs> we were spitballing trades here um, in our newsroom. Like my the one I came up with was Joe Staley to the Eagles. He's got two years left on his deal. It's an affordable two years. 
He, he's going to make 11 million total in those two years. No, 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 10 million, I believe, total in those two years. So trade him to the Eagles because because Jason Peters is out. The Niners are 0 seven. The trade makes all the sense in the world. Here's one: you want to trade Eric Ebron? Houston could use a tight end. Okay. How about Dwayne Brown? How about Dwayne Brown? Yeah, I mean, put a, he, he could play left tackle uh, this week. Let's go for it. That that makes sense, doesn't it? Now, granted, Houston is very much in the playoff race with Deshaun Watson and with the, the, the I don't want to call it mediocrity, but let's call it the parity in the AFC South. So I don't think Houston makes that deal unless they're enamored with uh, Eric Ebron's talent. I think he's a long-term answer. I think they would need a left tackle to protect their quarterback despite how mobile he is. But there's an idea for you. Trade that could potentially help both teams. Andrew Siciliano's got it all. I like the uh, I like the trade rumors. I, I love it. Well, I think it's good. And, and look, here's the thing about Sunday night too with Pittsburgh. And you tell me because you watch all the games, and, and we don't get to see the Steelers all the time here. But you know, Big Ben at the start of the year was like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not playing as well as I as I need to. And then Bell comes back. Antonio Brown. How, how good is this offense that, that the Lions should be concerned about Sunday night? Oh, it's good. But here's my thing with the Steelers' offense: it, it only goes through two guys. I don't know if the numbers were adjusted. I'm sure they were, but but how they were adjusted after this past week? But heading into last week, Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell accounted for seventy-seven zero percent of all the touches for the Steelers on offense. Seventy. Now, saying you just stop those two guys, you win the game is a lot easier said than done. Clearly, I, I'm I'm not that stupid. But you don't really have to worry much about Mark Davis Bryant. Right now, Juju Smith-Schuster is in concussion protocol. Um, you got to stop the run with this team. But um, they have been dedicated to the run the last couple of weeks. I mean, dedicated like like give Le'Veon 35 carries a game. He had 35. He had 38 touches last week. Hmm. Well, and you know, the Lions, when they played the Saints, uh, had issues with Mark Ingram and Kamara did some damage. Uh, with Haloti Nada out, that's another injury that really hurts them. I, I like Sean Robinson, and I think the Lions' defense has been a lot better than it looks on paper, at least the last couple of years, and I think credit goes to Terrell Austin for that. Um, it just seems like it's been a weird year, Andrew, because, again, we were sitting here going, this is a 4-0 football team, they got robbed against the Falcons, blah, 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 and now now they, now they sit at 3-3. Three and three. It's, it's been sort of a strange... Uh, strange starts of the year for this team that I, I think is better than people uh, maybe far away from them give them credit for, but they're in this thing. The NFC is extremely winnable, isn't it? Of course it is, and it's funny because the last night I thought the Redskins would win, and that, it's not to discount the Eagles, but I was just not ready to crown the Eagles. Uh, I know they were printing Super Bowl tickets already in Philadelphia last week, but they they kind of kind of made it made a point last night, I yeah. think. Now, oh, yeah. they, they lack that left tackle. I think they have issues in the secondary, particularly a corner, although Ronald Darby's got to get healthy. He didn't play Monday night. Um, I don't know that anyone looks at the Eagles and says, man, I don't want to play that team. I do think people with Aaron Rodgers would have said, I don't want to go to Lambeau, but now Aaron Rodgers is out of the equation. I do think eventually Seattle's offense will come around because it usually has. I, I don't know that anyone's scared of that team offensively in Seattle with that defense. I wouldn't want to have to go there. Who am I missing? The, the Saints had the longest winning streak outside of Philadelphia in the NFC, but you know, I know the the Lions have seen the Saints up close. Do the Saints scare anybody? What about Min- um, what about Minnesota? And that's, uh, Minnesota to me is quite an enigma. 
because they're five and two and their defense has done its job. Case Keenan has played well. I think above his head would be disrespectful, but he has played well. We are talking about this today. If Teddy is truly healthy in a couple of weeks, what do you do? Do, do you play Teddy Bridgewater? No. I mean, they're a first place team. They're a first place team that you can honestly say right now, we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be in December. We have no idea. They could have three healthy quarterbacks in December. Now, you would think Keenum's the odd man out. Sam Bradford obviously had that great week one, came back on the Monday night a couple of weeks ago and couldn't walk. He, 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 he never he, year? No, he never can. That's the thing. I think you're right. He never can. Well, Keenum, Keenum's the number three guy on paper, but he might be the only true. Uh, how healthy can Bridgewater be? That's the thing, you know? But, Matt, if they're actually letting him practice. Yeah. If they're letting him practice, I realize it's not a game, it's practice. I get it. But they have to make a decision in a week whether or not they're going to activate him. And if they activate him, are they going to sit him on the bench? Really? Because if you're saying he's healthy enough to play and you're going to dress him, this is all speculative here. They may make the decision he is not yet ready and they put him on IR. That's the thing. That's the thing. We're talking to Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network and DirecTV uh, Red Zone Channel. You see him every Sunday. The the Lions win in Minnesota, albeit it was not pretty, fourteen to seven. But what a big, it's big, a, a huge win in terms of now looking at the schedule and saying, all right, while right now, let's say the Lions do get their clocks clean Sunday night or or, or whatever, and they drop to three and four, everybody here is going to go, oh, season's over. They're five. Vikings are five and two. Lions are three and four, but. Lions get them again on Thanksgiving. They seem to always play well on Thanksgiving. And the schedule for the second half of the season for the Lions includes, you know, the JV team in Cleveland and others. And the Vikings play, I think, four out of five to end the season on the road, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think you're right with that one. But, it, you know, it also includes, I mean, the Lions schedule includes a Baltimore team right now that, that um, looks like a JV team offensively. Yeah. Lions. Oh, I mean, that, and Tampa Bay that they can beat. And the yeah. bear and the Bears twice. Yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on the Bears, by the way? Hold on, I pulled up the Vikings schedule here. The Vikings Vikings get the Browns in London this week, then the bye, then at Washington, the Rams in Minnesota, then Yeah, four out of six on the road at Detroit, at Atlanta, at Carolina, that's horrible. Home for Cincinnati at Green Bay. And then getting to your point about the Bears, you get the Vikings and the Bears week seventeen. In Minnesota, I doubt the Bears will be playing for anything, and I doubt Mitchell Trubisky is going to be completing only four passes per game at that point. I give John Fox credit to answer your question. Uh, I don't think anyone, I mean, some people had him for first to get fired this year. And uh, his defense is playing exceptionally well. They're running the football 35 times a game, and he's winning like he won in Denver with Tebow. I I think Mitchell Trubisky has, has more of a career ahead of him than Tim Tebow did in the NFL as a starting quarterback. The Bears certainly hope so, but it's the exact same formula, man. They're winning with defense and praying they don't have to ask the quarterback to throw a forward pass. I'm glad I don't bet anymore. You remember my old gambling days in college. I uh, I couldn't I couldn't pick winners in this league right now with the way this is going. Um, yeah, I I I couldn't either. Right. I mean, how about this? How about this one? Um, now, I think it even at who home team won last night. So I think it was I think it was nine nine and five last week for the home team. 
But heading into last Sunday, so taking into account the Raiders win over the Chiefs on Thursday, um, it was 45-45. and 45. You realize that for the home team? So heading into Sunday morning, 90 games had been played in the NFL, and the home team had only won half of them. It was 45-45. and 45. <laughs> That's... That's crazy. And, and here's the other thing. I remember watching the Dolphins a couple of weeks ago, and I go, "That this could be a 2-14 and 14 team. They're awful. And I looked up the other day and went, they're 4-2? and two? They're terrible. They're, terrible. They're 4-2, and two with by, and they, they've trailed by a collective 31 points in the fourth quarter in the last two weeks. They're awful. And they've won. Awful. They've won both weeks. They're awful. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I mean, they're bad. I mean, but they're four and but, two. Is this this is like the old Tagley boots? This is like the old bid by Tagley boots. His dream. Well, Devontae Parker, right? Didn't even play last week. You got Kenny Stills, Jarvis Landry, Jay Ajayi. That's some pretty good offensive talent. If you could ever get those guys the ball. Yeah, I guess. I thought. Did you see the interview that Jarvis Landry did with Peter Schrager? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, we actually just played a little bit of that on my, on my show today here in NFL Network. I had not seen that, so it was good where he's screaming about hurricanes and this and that. And yeah, it was good. Tell everybody not to doubt us. All right, well, we'll see how the Lions do. Back-to-back uh, games in prime time. They already won on Monday night uh, earlier this year on the road, so they get to go to Green Bay, but first the Steelers. But you're telling us not to get too crazy about how great Pittsburgh is. All right, I'm I'm tempering well, my... my... I, I think Pittsburgh is clearly one of the best teams in football. I, I don't think I don't think we can sugarcoat that or hide that just throw on though like the St- these two teams that are playing Sunday night and it's kind of ironic the Lions the Steelers are run by a former Lions executive and in Kevin Colbert and Kevin's a great dude um but like it, the Lions always find a way to go the other way and the Steelers always find a way to be there you know it's like last year in the AFC Championship game it's like oh Pittsburgh again here they are again they're always there they always right. win yep well when you have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown it's kind of hard to screw up no matter how hard you try I'm kind of disappointed about it I thought we'd be talking about like sam martin and jeff Locke today yeah sam martin's back yeah that's right i was actually gonna ask you pool or beach it's 100 degrees where you are uh, i need to work out today i think i'm gonna go to the gym they have air conditioning inside jeez all right I, you let no, me down i, I, I thought I you know that would be a beach day or something I mean, it's, it's a but no, all, all seriousness all seriousness Unless you live on the beach, which I do not live actually on it, I, I live a few miles away from it. It's a Tuesday afternoon. You 
know, it's like, who, who gets done? I said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to deal with rush hour traffic in the beach. Yeah, I forgot about traffic out there. Jeez. Yeah, we, we do have traffic here. Um, I, I did get in a good, like, 10-mile hike on Saturday morning. That was good before it got hot, so um, there was my exercise. You're always hiking and hitting the mountains and stuff. Uh, I don't know. You know, you just... think about L.A., Matt. Matt, we, we have, people think we're just, you know, just a bunch of airheads who go to the beach. I mean, we have the beach. We have the mountains. We have pretty close nearby the desert um i got anything you want here man yeah that's a good point anytime you're in michigan you gotta uh you gotta come come see me try to think when the last time i was in michigan <laughs> um when was the last time well you were in cleveland you were in cleveland i saw you in cleveland re- i saw you in cleveland recently but i, so. but I was in michigan well, it's three hours I, away as opposed to I, I i don't know that i've been in the state of michigan since since the Detroit Super Bowl where yes. Daryl Jackson pushed off. That game was so boring. Seattle uh, Steelers, that was, that was a, it was boring. I, I, also, I also don't think Ben got into the end zone on his scramble. Oh, uh, yes. I remember walking into the media entrance and we get in the stadium, it's three, four, five hours beforehand, and it's all these terrible towel-waving people. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're in Pittsburgh. They took over. As a Cleveland native, Matt, how did you feel? <laughs> oh, man, we got to wrap this up. All right, buddy. <laughs> great to uh, great to catch up. Uh, we'll watch for you. When, when are, you, what are, you, are you on tomorrow again? What's your schedule this week on the, uh, on the uh, network? That would, that would be up to the minute tomorrow, Wednesday, NFL Network at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern time, and then uh, 3 o'clock Eastern for a special two-hour edition Thursday of TNF First Look, Matt. Nice. Everything you need to know for Thursday night football. Is your boy, is Nate Burleson, he's in New York doing the morning show, right? So you don't see him? Uh, that is right. Good morning football is in New York. Yeah, tell him to answer, right, tell him to answer his phone. I have his new number, but tell him to answer his phone so he can come on. Jeez, this guy. He's too big time now. Talk to Did me. you anymore. just ask me to text him to answer you? Uh, no, I, I got his new number from his agent who we both went to school with. And so, you know, it just, and he, even, he, even, I can't believe I'm saying this on the air, but even his agent's like, yeah, good luck trying to get a hold of him right now. I'm like, oh, thanks. And when he was a player, he's like, oh, always answering his phone. Now he's some big time NFL network uh, host. And it's, uh, it's, it's curtains. Uh, I mean, he was, he, he was, first of all, I love him. Second of all, he was, uh, he, he was interviewing with Justin Timberlake this week, this week. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's, that's huge. All right, my friend. Great catching up. This thing went so far off the rails. It was great. <laughs> Good night now. Oh, man, that was a lot of fun. Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network. You also see him on DirecTV, a Red Zone channel. You guys love watching him on Sundays. Does a great job. A uh, fellow Syracuse guy, one of my guys from college, and uh, does a fantastic job for the NFL um, Network does the Rams preseason games. Great to catch up with him. And you heard what he had to say about the Steelers. He's waiting for that uh, sh- that other shoe to drop. And I look at Pittsburgh, and yes, I-, I know they've been through a lot of things, but they always find a way to win. And I just think Sunday's game, Sunday night's game, while it's going to be loud at Ford Field, it's going to be exciting. The Lions are rested off a bye, but you know, Golden Tate out and still Decker out and that Pittsburgh defense. I think it, it could be a long night for Matthew Stafford. And I think the hope for the, if you're, for a Lions fan, at least my perspective, you always want to win. Of course you want the Lions to get back on track, but if they can just keep Stafford healthy and get them, get them to green Bay next week, I think the Lions will be 
in a much better shape. Um, I think Pittsburgh's defense is really, really good. Beware of it, man. They get to the quarterback, number two in the league as far as sacking the quarterback. Got to tell you about Lenhard Financial Services. My guy, Tim Lenhard, his brother, Craig, and the folks at Lenhard Financial Services at LFS and Lenhard, L-E-N-H-A-R-D-F-S.com. Listen, here's the thing. If you need somebody to help you with your retirement planning, okay, maybe spending, uh, saving money for college that you're not spending money and not doing the wrong things with your money, you need to call Tim Lenhard at 313-417-3805. I can run down all the things that they do, but let me tell you something about what they've done for me. These are people, the Lenhard family, Tim Craig and the folks at LFS that really care about you. All right? And so when we're law, when we're talking about taking care of your money, investing for the future, retirement planning, uh college funds, whatever it is, these are the guys you want to be calling, the Lenhard family. And Tim at 313-417-3805. They'll come up with a plan for you. They'll they'll uh, outline everything for you. They're not stealing your money. They're not telling you to put put money in bad investments or oh, I got a few things for you. No, 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 no. These are the guys you want to take care of you. And they answer the phone. Tim's a good man. His brother, Craig, they're smart with what they're doing. So if you're getting money back from uh, um, uh, your taxes, whatever it is, and you're not sure what to do with it, call them today. Tim Lenhard and Lenhard Financial Services at 313-417-3805. Tim, his wife, Renee, the family, they're great people. And that's who you want to be dealing with on a day-in and day-out basis is good people, especially when we're talking about your money and your savings. Lenhard Financial Services, LenhardFS.com. Thanks to Tim Lenhard and the folks at Lenhard Financial Services. Freddy's Pizza in Melvindale. Check them out online at Freddy, F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Locked on Lions is done for another day. Thanks to Andrew Siciliano as well from the NFL Network and DirecTV Red Zone Channel. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.